0: ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Wednesday, October 14th. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone line at 877-930. 420-TALK, that is 877-420-8255, Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, it's only 96 calories, it is the original Light beer. We've got a short show tonight because we've got baseball action coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as the Atlanta Braves take on the Los Angeles Dodgers Game 3 of the National League Championship Series. We go on the air with that at 5.30 p.m. Now, no matter what happens, we'll have Game 4 coming up tomorrow, but we don't know if we're going to have Game 5 of the Tampa Bay Rays and Houston Astros Series. Why? Because, well, Tampa Bay can close this thing out tonight. Uh, We'll join that game in progress later on this evening. Uh, It's uh, set for a little bit after 8 o'clock, so we're going to go into that broadcast in progress. But we've got baseball action once again. And then, of course, tomorrow uh, we have got Game 4 of the Braves and Dodgers. We have the Doc Holliday Show. Don't forget about that. That's coming up tomorrow. And then, of course, on Saturday, we've got Marshall and Louisiana Tech. So we've got everything you possibly could want. Just keep your radio, your stream, keep it all right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, something we don't have, we don't have LSU and number 10 Florida. That game postponed. Why? Because of the COVID-19 outbreak. That game was scheduled for 3 p.m. on Saturday at, well, at Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, postponed due to an outbreak of COVID-19 within the Florida Gators football program, rescheduled tentatively for December 12th. So there you go. That game going to happen eventually, possibly. Eventually, possibly. That's, that's my answer to everything. Eventually, possibly. So no game there tonight. Uh, the big news, though, I really want to get into with you today because, uh, you know, baseball— That was going to be where I started off and just got into for a while, but I need to talk about this. Conference USA coming out earlier today, announcing that the date of the Conference USA football championship changed to Friday, December 18th. Kickoff is set for 7 p.m. Going to be televised by CBS Sports Network. The reason... The shift of the championship game from its original date of December 5th will give the conference two additional weeks to schedule games that were postponed due to COVID 19 related issues. Dates and matchups of the league said for those rescheduled games will be announced at a later date. I know some of you are thinking, all right, we can get that EKU game. Check that. We can get that ECU game in there. It's a possibility. That is a possibility. I mean, you've got some open dates there. You look at the schedule, and I looked at the schedule. I looked ahead. Now you're thinking, all right, you got three dates to play with. You got three dates to play with. Now, everyone except Marshall, unless there's a game they can find, a game that the program can find everyone or every program but Marshall got a game on that day because that was Old Dominion. Marshall was scheduled to play Old Dominion. So I don't know if you can make a makeup date there. ECU's even playing. So I looked ahead. So that means you could get that Rice game back in. So you get Rice. You fix that hole in the schedule. There you go. Yeah, You only have to play seven conference games on the east side. You get Rice back. You're in good shape. Now, that leaves another date for another makeup. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but there is some speculation. What about FAU? I know they had to postpone their game with Southern Miss. And so there's some thought maybe if they're not ready to go, if they can't make the trip to Huntington the following week, well, there's an opening there to make that game back up. And I would think if you're going to open up a couple of dates, the priority would be your conference games first. So that would probably exclude putting ECU back on the schedule. Now, I'm just shooting right now. This is all speculation. The plan could be completely different, and I might have it completely wrong. And that's okay. That's fine. Because this thing is so fluid right now, and we've got to be very flexible in regard. Because football, it's been a dance. It hasn't—we haven't had—baseball got its act together. Have you noticed? Baseball got its act together. Hockey had its act together. The NBA had its act together. The NBA, the league that kicked this all off with the sports teams, got its act together. Of course, that league, along with the NHL in a bubble, Major League Baseball, sort of in a bubble, whatever you want to call it, doing a lot better than football college football has been very hard to get a grasp on how to make this thing work week to week the NFL is going through some problems right now so the football leagues are having a little bit more difficulty than the other leagues because you're not bubbling you're not and you can't do that I don't think it would be a huge undertaking you couldn't do it for college. You just you want to isolate these kids completely. It's okay, isolate the kids, and I think teams are doing that best they can, at least on the college level. But then you see stories that okay, there's an outbreak. There's an outbreak. We got to postpone some games. But at least Conference USA is adding some because the NBA and the NHL. Props to them. Baseball. Props to them. Props to everyone involved. The NFL. Not much cushion left there. I mean, yeah, Not much wiggle room. And it's getting interesting to see how the league deals with all of this. But Conference USA making that change and changing the date. The good news is it's going to be televised. It's going to be on CBS Sports Network. and you got a couple extra weeks. You can work in some games. So if you can make that Rice game happen, you make that Rice game happen. If another team has to drop off the schedule, you can maybe do a reschedule there. If FAU, team most likely to have to do a reschedule, and that's not 100%. But you can do that there as well. Maybe if, if you're all clear and it's like, look, okay, we just have Rice. We've got every other game in we're supposed to. We just got Rice to make that game up. Maybe you look at the schedule and go, hey, uh, ECU, you want to do this? Now, the Americans' championship games on the fifth. Would any team. Want to make that obligation and go, hey, you know, um, no, I don't know. I don't know if you want to make that obligation after your championship game. Or if you're not in your championship game, then you make that, yeah, sure, we can do that. We can make that happen. But do you want to play a game after your championship? Do you want to play another game? I mean, what if you lose? You lose your championship game and take it out on, on the other team you play next week. What if you win your championship game and you've got all that momentum and you want to hang on to that? And oh, by the way, while we're talking about wins and losses, I saw this earlier from Brett McMurphy. He tweeted this out and I sat there and thought to myself, are you kidding? Are you seriously kidding here? Because this thing is already a mess and I'm talking about bowls. Bowl games. Because... Here's the crazy. Right now, and again, this this is according to Brett McMurphy. According to sources that told Stadium, all 127 FBS teams playing this fall are immediately bowl eligible as NCAA officially approves no-win requirements to play in a bowl. So, everyone's available for a bowl game. But you have only 39 bowls and 78 teams. 78 teams, well, somebody is going to be sitting home for a bowl. But the good news is if you are one, a Power 5 conference, you don't have to worry about those pesky win. No, no, you fill all your slots, and then that leaves some Some slots that usually would get gobbled up by some of the uh, group of five schools. Those don't get taken. So if you've got bowl arrangements, you've got bowl slots, everybody's going to fill their requirements this year. It's going to be less than interesting maybe, but at the same time, you don't have to worry about, okay, do we have enough uh, bowl uh, teams here? No, everybody's eligible. Of course, there are too many bowls. And if we're going to have a system where you don't have to worry about win requirements here, uh, think of the matchups you're going to get. You're going to get matchups based on name only in some of these bowls, not merit. There might be a team that wins three games and loses the rest. No, it doesn't matter. You go on name recognition. As I mentioned, we got a quick show coming up. Because we've got baseball at 5.30, so we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we have got the head quarterback. That's right, QB number 1 on the roster, Grant Wells. we get his thoughts on his squad in the upcoming game when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30.
1: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite
0: phone lines. This hour, we're brought to you in part by FanDuel Sportsbook, where right now FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. All you have to do is sign up now, and FanDuel Sportsbook will hook you up. Promo code is SWAN. You must be 21 or older in West Virginia. All the details are on the website. Now, FanDuel wants me to always pick my own personal parlays. Let's not do that. That's not a good idea. Because I'm picking bingle, 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 bingle. Don't do that. Don't take my advice. Take your own advice. Must be 21 or older in West Virginia. FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code SWAN. Now, this week, the Thundering Herd making the trip to Ruston. Take it on La Tech in a series that, man, they haven't played much. Marshall and La Tech haven't played much. And... I thought that this would be a great series to to see more of, and hopefully Conference USA can make it happen more or these two schools can meet up in more championship matchups. It's uh, fun, I think, to play Louisiana Tech. Tech 3-1, 2-0 in conference. Marshall is 3-0, 1-0 in conference. And so far, Marshall's been pretty dominant. EKU, easy. Yeah, pretty easy there. Appalachian State, Marshall was very strong against, gets the victory. Western Kentucky, don't let that scoreboard fool you. WKU got some garbage time points. Marshall completely beat them. I'm trying to think of a polite way to say it because I, I I don't want to disparage WKU, but they got beat down pretty bad. And it's all due to that offensive line on uh, so many levels. Marshall, with their... Quarterback Grant Wells uh, in his first full season, redshirt freshman quarterback Grant Wells. Uh, he talks about that offensive line in his uh, Zoom press conference yesterday about how those guys just want to win. I mean, they were described as nasty, and he talks more about that.
2: Um, you know, they, they take their job very seriously. Um, you know, I, I've sat on a couple meetings of theirs, and it's, it's, uh, it's quite intimidating, um, you know, th- that each guy, you know, takes their job very seriously. And, and they critique others. Um, you know, each guy learns off another, and um, I truly believe each guy could play all five positions, um, and that's huge when you have, you know, experienced offensive line like that, that, uh, you know, takes their job that seriously and, you know, puts them to work every single day because, um, you know, I truly believe that um, you could put any D-line out there and, and, you know, we would we would put up pretty good fight against them.
1: You mentioned them critiquing each other. It, you know, that takes a certain trust level to be able to do that without you know egos getting in the way or anything like that so i mean is that sort of impressive as you've sat in on those meetings is that impressive to see uh you know happen within
2: that personnel grouping yeah um you know like you said ego um kind of you kind of leave the ego at the door when you walk into that room because you know um you know those are veteran guys and, and they know what they're talking about when when they're talking to each other um and and you can tell that um you know maybe you got maybe guys like salgero who doesn't have the most starts uh, on the offensive line. You can tell he's listening to what they have to say, and and you know he's he's telling he's telling the other guys what he sees out there, and and you know they're just learning off each other, which I think that's a, that's such a big you know component of why they're so good. When you
1: mentioned Salguero in particular. It seems like things, especially with him making the calls up front, and, and you know trying to read that stuff coming up against a La Tech team that he said does multiple aspects. You know. And, how strong has he been through this start? It, it seems like it's been pretty seamless with the new center stepping in there this year. Yeah, he's been,
2: you know, extremely impressive. Um, I couldn't be more proud of the guy. Um, and he has, you know, miles to go, um, you know, which which seems, you know, crazy to think because uh, he's playing so well right now. But, um, you know, there's there's some things that, uh, you know, he could sure up just like everybody on the offense. So, um, you know, and he, he's one of those guys that takes it the most serious. Uh, he's in there every day, um, you know asking guys what what uh, you know what looks look the best of this this run or, or whatever. Um, so you know, I, I can't wait to see where where he ends up because uh, he has potential to be uh, you know really great.
1: How comfortable do you feel, grant, in third down
2: situations? You all look at your all's
1: percentages and and among the tops in fbs and you know, for and Cransey hates if we call you young, so I'm not going to say young. But as you get acclimated to everything, uh, what has been your biggest strength stepping into the starting role and being successful on third down?
2: Um That's that's one thing we we take a big pride of in the, in our quarterback room is third down. Um, You know, as soon as you said third down, I went back to that play against Western where I we literally watched it a couple of times, and I had five six seconds back there. Uh, you know, I completed the that ball to Willie, but. Um, you know that's on third down that's that's one of the main downs where where defenses like to come after me so um you know when i can sit back there for six seven seconds at a time on third down um you know my conf- confidence couldn't be higher um you know and and you know crazy likes to like to run the ball on third down a lot so uh when you add those two dimensions where you can run the ball for five six seven yards at a time and and also have you know the amount of time i have back there on third down um you you're not, not going to lose many games doing that for the most part, it does. There's that sense that you guys are kind of having your way. That
1: starts with the offensive line, and it, it doesn't feel like you guys are. are stro- it did, like you said, both of those dimensions are, are really mm-hmm. clicking at least for these first three games.
2: Yeah, um, you know that that one thing that Cramsey takes takes very seriously is staying on pace. You know, he always says, you know, four down, four yards on first down, half the distance on second, get the first on on third down. So um, as long as we stay to those those guidelines and and uh, and, and you know, stay on pace, as he likes to say, you know, we're going to be just fine. Well,
1: and especially on the road in conference play, you know, you're you're wanting to make big plays and, and go win the game for your team. But but you mentioned staying on pace and, and taking what the defense gives you, especially against the team, you know, Brock was talking earlier that uh, they're going to, you know, go more zone and, and things like that. How important is it to not try and get ahead of yourself, not make
2: too big of a play, just sort of steady this out and, and take what they give you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know like you said just staying on pace is one of the biggest things um eliminate the drive killers which which we've been very good at um you know and, and you know when you when you eliminate the drive killers you know you' you're gonna stay on pace whether it seems like it or not you know you might not get get the yards on first down but you're you're gonna get them on second and third so um you know just staying on pace and and taking taking the big shots you know a couple times a game um you're gonna complete one of them or, or, or a couple of them so um you know just taking it one drive at a time. And like you said, just taking what the defense gives us is, is such a huge component of playing on the road and conference.
0: There you have it, quarterback Grant Wells, his uh, presser yesterday. And of course, we'll have throughout the week, we will have more from Marshall's media availabilities as we get set for the game on Saturday. You can hear it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as Marshall facing off against Louisiana Tech. Coming up tonight, don't forget, we've got Game 3 of the NLCS between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's coming up next right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll join in progress Game 4 between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Houston Astros, and then tomorrow we'll have Game 4 of the NLCS between the Braves and the Dodgers, and that'll come right after the Doc Holliday show on your Thursday. So we're getting back to normal. We'll have a regular show tomorrow We'll have the Doc Holliday show and of course we'll have game four of the Braves and Dodgers in the NLCS. Hopefully this thing will go a few more games. Whatever the case may be, we're going to have all the baseball action here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Once again, our big story as we head to the ballgame, Conference USA changing the date of the Conference USA football championship game. It's going to be played on Friday, December 18th, scheduled for 7 p.m. Being moved from its originally scheduled date of December 5th, opening up some slots just in case Marshall has an availability or two now to play maybe say Rice. Keep that in mind. There could be a make date there with Rice. I know some of you want to see the uh, ECU game made up, if that's a possibility. And, of course, don't forget uh, the bowl games. This is going to run into maybe a couple of the early bowl games, so I'm sure some bowl bids will go out sooner than later, depending on the scheduling, it's depending on as well records don't matter. You can get into a bowl game, and you could have lost maybe all your games. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. Baseball coming up next here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering
1: Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.